Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Kenitra Bryant, and today's motivational aim targets carrying your cross in the storm. For those who are first time listeners, greetings. I'm currently in a series entitled The Storm. This series is a breakdown of the lessons I've learned and I continue to learn as I journey through the storms of life with the divine sailor and savior. I wanted to share these insights with you to encourage anyone going through a storm. So if you have an opportunity, feel free to listen to parts 1 through 39 of this series. Now, what does it mean to carry your cross? Some of you have probably already heard this saying or statement. And most of the time when a person says, carry your cross, it means to carry your stuff. And that includes anything and everything that you have to go through. You carry what you have to carry to Jesus. The same way Jesus carried the cross, bearing our sins, our transgressions, and our shame. As we carry our cross, we are uplifting our burdens to Jesus. And we are aware that as we go through the trials of life carrying our crosses, Jesus is with us. Not only are we carrying the issues we go through and the issues we have to sail through, we're also carrying a heavy responsibility of being a believer in Jesus Christ. And for those who are determined followers of Jesus Christ, you can testify that following Jesus That's a lot to carry. It's not an impossible task, but it is a lot to carry. If a person is really serious about carrying what God puts on them to carry in life. Anybody who is serious about their relationship with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, they are not carrying their relationship with Jesus behind closed doors. They're carrying it right in the open. And for a person to carry something, they are carrying it every day. Everywhere they go, whatever they carry, that's a part of them. And something I want to ask, how are you carrying your crosses? How are you carrying your burdens in the storm? And if you are carrying your cross and you're carrying your burdens... Are you doing what Jesus commanded us to do, which is found in Matthew, the 16th chapter, in the 24th through the 26th verse? And it states, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone wants to follow after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life because of me will find it. For what will it benefit someone if he gains the whole world, yet loses his life? Or what will anyone give in exchange for his life? And after reading that passage of scripture, in a nutshell, it's summarizing that in order to be a determined follower of Jesus Christ, a person has to deny themselves. A person has to be so in love with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit that they are willing to say no to what they think they want to do 
trust God's path, plan, and way for their life. Say yes to that and trust that it's going to be exceedingly, abundantly above more than what a person could ever ask, think, or imagine when they stay in alignment with Jesus Christ. Just because a person is a determined follower of Jesus Christ and they're making it their aim to follow Christ in their actions, their words, their deeds, and their lifestyle, it doesn't mean that they are perfect. We are all works in progress because we all carry different crosses. But the aim should be to carry what we have to Jesus. Our aim is to cast all of our cares onto him and fully trust that God knows how to carry your cross, bear your cross, and deliver you from your cross. And your cross, in this case, could be identified as a storm. And I want to share a story in scripture of someone who was dealing with their own issues, their issues, their life. It was not magnified, nor was it mentioned, but later it was identified. And this person had to carry something as he was thrust into a storm unexpectedly. He was minding his business and he was thrown into a storm. But Jesus was with him in that storm. This story is found in Luke, the 23rd chapter, in the 26th through the 31st verse. I encourage you to read that entire chapter in its entirety. But the story is about a man by the name of Simon. And what's going on is Jesus is before the rulers and they're trying to get an understanding of who Jesus is because people don't like Jesus and they want Jesus dead. So they create a cartoon court situation doing everything they could to illegally convict Jesus of a crime that was non-existent. So the rulers and the people who did not like Jesus, they went on with their shenanigans so they could implement their little clandestine motive. And there were some rulers who did not like each other. They didn't like each other, but they came together against Jesus. As you read the passage of scripture, you'll be able to see and discover that it was customary for a ruler to release a prisoner. But the people expressively stated that they wanted Jesus to be crucified while they unanimously agreed that a murderer be released. The crowds were yelling, stating that they wanted Jesus crucified, somebody who did not do anything, somebody who did not deserve death. But the people wanted Jesus crucified. The very ones who were yelling, crucified Jesus, those were some of the very people who witnessed some of the miracles he performed. Some people that they probably knew were healed. They saw the miracle working power in Jesus' life. But these people screamed, crucify him. In a sense, they wanted Jesus dead. And the crowds were yelling. They wanted this done. And the leader acquiesced to the shouting crowd and Jesus was beat and handed over to the people who wanted him crucified. 
Now, as they led Jesus away to crucify him, Jesus was carrying a cross. This cross was very large, and the crowds went on with their taunts and demands. And as Jesus is walking with this cross, and people are yelling and throwing dust at him, a man was standing there watching all of this. He's in the audience. He's in the streets. He's watching it. People who were watching Jesus carry this cross and making sure that he got to the destination so they could crucify him. Some people grabbed and seized a man by the name of Simon. The man that they grabbed, he was coming in from a country and they laid the cross that Jesus was carrying on to this man. So this man was behind, he was thrown into a storm behind Jesus carrying a cross. And that scripture is found in Luke, the 23rd chapter, in the 26th verse. And that is the scripture that I want to focus on right now and target in on that addresses today's motivational aim. Carrying your cross in a storm. And can you imagine what this man by the name of Simon went through? And I believe several of us can imagine it because it's still going on with people today, right now, who are believers of Jesus Christ. You are living your life, minding your business, trying to stay out of trouble, so to speak, trying to stay out of people's way. And all of a sudden... You are thrown into a storm, and the storm that you're thrown into is a storm because of your relationship with Jesus Christ. You weren't trying to get attention. You weren't trying to broadcast anything, but people look at you and identify you. There's something about you where they are identifying you to be like Jesus And you are carrying a cross now. You have someone watching you. Just pretend that you're Simon for a moment. You're watching all these people yell, crucify him, crucify him. You see people throwing dust in his eye. You see people spitting on him, spitting in his face, yelling at him, beating him. And Simon is watching it. He's looking at it from a distance. He sees that people hate Jesus. He knows that there is a select percentage of people who actually follow him. And he understands that people are crucifying Jesus because the world can't stand the light he carries. The world is darkness. Jesus is the light. And when people don't want to turn from their dark ways, their dark thoughts, their dark lifestyles, and dark mindsets, when any form of light enters, it disturbs them. It makes them uncomfortable because light exposes hidden things. Light permeates darkness. And when a person doesn't want to operate in light, they will reject darkness and do everything they can to dismiss it and get away from it. 
that is what the world was doing, and that's what the world is still doing. Wickedness got together and agreed to kill the light. And as they were walking, going to the place where they would crucify Jesus, they see a man and forced him to help Jesus carry his cross. Now, this is what you call being thrown into a storm where you have to carry a cross. You currently could be going through the same thing Simon was thrown into. You're carrying a cross too because you are a believer in Jesus Christ. There could be some storms that you haven't even shared with people, but there is something about you that is just so bright that this dark world can see that resembles Jesus. And when they look at you, and you're so bright in the light that you carry, they want to crucify you. They want to do the same thing that they did to Jesus to you. They want you crucified. They want you gone. And they want you to carry what Jesus carried. As I stated earlier, it still goes on with people who are true believers today. First off, I want to tell you that you are truly a determined, resilient follower of Jesus Christ if you encounter a situation where you are imitating Christ and people want to crucify you and they want you to carry the cross. When any person encounters any issue in life where they are carrying the cross of rejection because they reflect Jesus Christ, they are truly one of a God-honoring divine kind. Darkness will never reject darkness. Wickedness will never reject wickedness. But what wickedness and darkness will reject is the light. They will reject what reflects Jesus Christ. So when people dismiss you, they abandon you, they intentionally overlook you, they disqualify you, they don't value you, they don't include you, they leave you alone, they'll pick anything over you that does not reflect Jesus. That's an indicator that you're doing something right and they don't want to be around and they can't be around because it's not in their nature to be around the light. It's not in their nature to be around righteousness. Just like Simon in scripture, you have a man standing watching Jesus carry the burdens of the world and wickedness and evil start barking out at him, telling him, hey, you go help him. Some people would say, oh my goodness, why did they have to do that man like that? You know why they did that man like that? First of all, that wasn't just a random incident. That incident had purpose. Apparently, that man was doing something that was different and peculiar from what the crowd was doing. We get a gist of the crowd when you read the passages of Scripture. You get a gist of the crowd yelling and talking about crucified Jesus. They disrespecting Jesus. So everybody's looking around who can relate. 
and who wants to carry on this plot, they're all doing the same thing. They wouldn't grab a person saying crucify Jesus to tell them, hey, carry the cross with him too. No, they're against him. So apparently Simon, just using my spiritual imagination and going off of just human experience, Simon had to be doing something totally contrary to what the crowd was doing, where he became a target, where they looked at him and said, hey, you help him carry the cross too. They wanted to hurt him as well. Why? He was reflecting something, something that looked just like Jesus for him to be a target. Some people say, man, he was just thrown into that. In a sense, he wasn't if he's a follower of Jesus Christ. That's expected. It was expected then, and one should not be alarmed because it's still going on today. People are being thrust into storms because of their relationship with Jesus and who they choose to identify with, which is Jesus, and who they choose to imitate which is Jesus Christ. People of this world who do not believe in Jesus, who do not accept Jesus, who don't want to have anything to do with Jesus, they will throw you into a storm because you are radiating light in this dark world. And I don't know if Simon accepted Jesus Christ as his personal Lord and Savior. And I don't know the prayers that he prayed, but if he ever prayed a prayer where he looked at Jesus and he saw who Jesus was and he wanted to be an imitator of Jesus Christ and he's praying to God, Lord, you know, I want to be a powerhouse for the kingdom of God. I want to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is a powerful ministry. I want to look just like Jesus. I aspire to be just like him. Jesus is a prominent leader. He speaks with boldness and authority. Jesus knows the word of God. Jesus creates boundaries. He heals people. He has a large following. Jesus has a large ministry where he is really helping the poor, helping the needy, praying for people, setting them up so that they can be disciples and help others and help themselves. I want to do the same thing. I want to imitate Jesus Christ. I want a ministry too. I want people to see the God in me. Just like they see the God in Jesus. Let's say Simon was praying those prayers. And one day he sees Jesus being crucified. And then somebody, well it's not if, this happened. He's thrown into a storm. Would you, or would it be safe to say that everything that I just went over with him, just using our imagination, if he was saying, Lord, I want to be a powerhouse. I want to be just like Jesus. I want a powerful ministry just like Jesus. I want to walk and talk just like Jesus. I want people to see Jesus when they look at me. I want to radiate the light of Christ in every room I go in. Let's say he was praying all those prayers. He gets thrown into a storm. Would it be safe to say that his prayers were answered that day? Would it be safe to say that his prayers were answered that day? 
Jesus is thrown into a storm. People are looking at Jesus. He's in it. He's imitating Jesus, right? He's walking with Jesus right there, right? He's carrying the cross just like Jesus, right? People are shaming him in public, disrespecting him, rejecting him just like Jesus, right? That's Jesus' ministry. That was his ministry. You see what happens? It's not a bad thing to pray. Lord, I want to be a powerhouse for the kingdom. I want people to see you when they see me. I want to follow you, Jesus. You know what? Great, outstanding prayers to pray. An outstanding, awesome lifestyle to lead and live. But it's more than just posting scriptures on a social media account saying that you're a follower of Jesus Christ. It comes with a lot. Now, outsiders just see the scriptures, the posting, the podcast, the Bible plans, the encouraging words, the prayers, the lifestyle that you live and lead with your friends, your family members, your loved ones, how you're sowing seeds into people. How you are giving of yourself, making sure that somebody has an opportunity. And as they have that opportunity, you are directing them to Christ. That's all good. It's great. But there's a lot of behind the scenes and public things that people go through when they are following Christ. That comes with a lot of uncomfortable seasons. And unexpected delays. It's a lot that goes with that. And sometimes it comes with unexpected storms that you're thrown into. People misunderstand that when they say, I want to be an imitator of Christ. That means carrying what Jesus carries. Jesus carried a cross. And if you want to be like him, There will be some crosses you will have to carry. There will be some storms you will have to go through and grow through where you just need the help of Jesus alone. Nobody can help you through that. You need someone to carry you as you carry what you have to carry. And praise God, Jesus is there to pick up what we can't carry. But a lot of people don't understand what it means to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. A lot of people do not understand what's really involved and what it entails to be a determined follower of Jesus Christ. It's just not walking around with a cross anklet and a cross bracelet, some cross earrings and a cross necklace. It's more to it than that. It's more to it than waking up just going to church on Sundays getting your one-and-a-half-hour fix and leaving. It's more to it than just putting a Bible patch of your favorite scripture on your high school letterman jacket and your high school class ring. It's more to it than just putting a Bible on your dashboard so when you park in certain places, you hope the tow truck man look at your car and be like, oh, you got a Bible right there? I'm not going to tow his car. It's more to it than that. It's more to it than walking around quoting scriptures over and over again. 
It's about living those scriptures and carrying the cross with those scriptures. Even when it feel like them scriptures and those promises are taking a, a very long time to come into fruition in your life. It's more to it than that. And some people do not understand that. They don't understand. When a person is carrying a cross, when you carry that cross around your neck, yes, it's a fashionable piece, it looks nice, or you carry those crosses on your ears, on them earrings, and your bracelet, your t-shirt, your encouraging apparel, your letterman, your bracelet, your anklet, I think I said bracelet twice, but when you carry those crosses around, that means something. You're letting the world know that you're carrying everything that Jesus carried. Now, Jesus already carried your victory. You are already victorious in Christ. But you're carrying everything that Jesus, everything that you're going through, you have made up in your mind that you're going to carry it to Christ. And you're going to carry whatever Jesus went through as it relates to mocking and being alienated, being made fun of. Because he was carrying the light, you're carrying that too. You need to expect that people will not like you because you carry the light. Some people cannot handle the light, so they want to dim yours. And sometimes they don't even want to dim it. They want to snuff it out. They want you gone. They want you gone away. And you're not even trying to do anything to them, but just your presence. They can't handle it because you're carrying the light of Christ in you. You're carrying that relationship with God in you. And everybody can see it because it's, some, it's just something people can see. Sometimes I try to figure out how do people see that? You don't even have to say a word. You can come in a room, sit down with a crowd full of people, if you are truly carrying the light of Jesus Christ, people will pinpoint you, know something is different, and they just know. They just know. And some of you have experienced this, and some of you can identify this in different people. You can just, it's as clear as night and day, literally. It's that clear. Dark and light. So, it's not a game. Walking around, I want a lot of followers, you know. I'm posting little Bible scriptures every once in a while. I want a lot of followers on my social media. That's not what everything's about. It's about you following Jesus and not people exclusively just following you. It's not a game out here. But some people are trying to figure out, man, why I'm in the storm? I mean, I'm over here carrying the light of Christ. What's going on? I feel like I was thrown into something. You were thrown into something because you resemble Jesus in a dark world. You are carrying the cross in a storm. What are you going to do? Are you going to continue to carry the cross? Or will you throw it down because it's too tough for you? People are being so mean and so rude. They're not understanding. They're not going to understand. If they're rejecting Jesus, they are already ignorant. No, they're not ignorant. If they're rejecting Jesus, they're foolish. 
when you are carrying your cross, which is your own personal issues, those storms that only you and God know about and a select few people that you've allowed into your space. When you're carrying that storm and then you're carrying the cross, which is the relationship you have with Jesus, expect to carry the same things Jesus carried. You're carrying the weight of people looking at you and talking about you, mocking you for living a lifestyle that is honoring to God. When you carry the cross, you are carrying the pressures of people spitting at your prayers because you're seeking wisdom on where to turn and where to go. When you're carrying the cross, you are carrying the stacks of shouts from people attempting to strip your confidence in Jesus Christ. You're carrying the load of people getting angry with you because you will not conform to what the world wants you to do because you are committed to do what Jesus told you to do. And for them, the world, to see you standing there, you're exemplifying this light of Christ and it's shining so bright in this dark world, they will find you, they will single you out, and they will do all they can to break you down because they can't stand to see any flicker of light that represents anything pertaining to righteousness. They cannot handle it. They do not want it. They will come together. Enemies will come together to oppose you. But what's so wonderful about Jesus and the promises of God, God confirms that we outlast the opposition. The world thinks that they are hurting you because they want you to suffer for living a God-honoring life. And then they want you to suffer because you're an imitator of Jesus Christ. But never forget that as you carry the cross and you're carrying your cross and your situation or whatever it is to Jesus... You're in the best position to be in because when you honor God and he sees that you're serious about your relationship to carry any issue with Jesus as you carry him in relationship, God will always be your vindicator. God will always show up in your life on time. And Jesus is your divine sailor and your savior. So what people are doing, it really doesn't matter because Jesus, God, they know how to balance the books. Never forget that. And it's great to be a powerhouse for the kingdom of God. It's great to be a leader. It's great to be well known if you're doing the right thing. It's dynamic. But it's not all about the applause either. You have to remember, when you read the Bible, people were telling Jesus, oh, Hosanna in the highest. God, you're so good. Jesus, you're so wonderful. Oh, they were praising Jesus. Then turned around and was like, crucify him. Some of y'all have gone through that. Y'all have encountered this in life. People praising you all of a sudden. They speaking highly of you coming out to seek you, to get help and assistance, prayer. They're in need. You're sowing into their lives. You're helping them out. You didn't do anything to them, and they turn around and crucify you? Crucify me? What the heck is going on? 
You're asking them, why? No, they can't give you no excuse. They can't give you any kind of explanation, nothing. But you know what it is. It's because you live a certain way. And they don't like that. It's all good when they can take something from you. But when it's time to hold the light up to their life, they want to snuff that out. Get that light away from me. I can't stand you. Man, kill her. Kill him. Kill their opportunities. Kill anything about them. Because I don't want them around me. Because they make me feel bad. They make me look bad. I don't make you look no type of way. To be honest, nobody can make anybody look a certain type of way. It's what you're doing. It's what I'm doing. Hold yourself accountable. Hold your life up to the light of Christ. Look at your life and see, oh my gosh, is the storms of life that I'm going through reflecting the wrong thing? Because this storm sure is serving as a mirror in my life right now. Lord, what do I need to change? Some people want to blame everything on somebody else. And that's what we don't want to do. So... When you're going through these storms of life and people are just doing you in, remember to cast your cares on the Lord because God cares for you. And Jesus tells us to expect what's stated in John the 15th chapter and the 20th verse. And it states, remember what I told you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. If they obeyed my teaching, they will obey yours also. I mean, you heard that. We are not greater than Jesus. Jesus showed us how to live and what to expect when we live as he did. People will persecute you. And it might not even be outsiders. It could be people in your own family. Your own friends will turn on you. Somebody you could be in a relationship could just switch it up on you. A business partnership can go bad because a person is aiming to live a God-honoring life. A person could be in a group project and things can go downhill for just one person who is aiming to live a life according to how Jesus lived. People will do it. They will persecute you. And if they're not, okay, if people are not persecuting you, then it might be time to go think about what you're reflecting too. If everybody from every walk of life just never does anything to you, they don't see you as a threat. They don't see you as a person who lives a certain type of way, who creates boundaries, and they're not uncomfortable by that when you come around. If they're not reflecting the light of Jesus Christ, uh uh-oh, we got a problem. Something's up. Everybody's not supposed to like you. Everybody's not supposed to like you. And that's fine. But we do need to see what we are reflecting. I'm pretty sure that y'all can go back or think about your life right now. You're not perfect, but you are developing your relationship with Jesus Christ because it's a work in progress. You're making these changes. You want to live a certain way because you want to please God. And you could have people right then in your inner circle upset with you. What you doing that for? Why you got to do? 
Why you reading the Bible so much? Why you got to do that? Oh my gosh, it's not even that serious. Lighten up. I mean, ever since you started reading this and listening to this and doing all of this, you want to act funny now. I mean, you weren't doing that earlier. Keep reflecting the light of Jesus Christ, no matter what people are saying about you. Don't worry about that. Got to deal with that. You keep doing what you're supposed to do. Keep carrying your cross. Yes, you are carrying the things that you're going through, your own storms. But remember, Jesus is carrying those storms with you. And as Jesus carries those storms of yours, and you carry those storms to Jesus, continue reflecting the light of Christ. Because Jesus is right there with you. You might feel as if no one understands you. Jesus understands you. He's been through it. He knows what it feels like to carry burdens. He knows what it feels like to go through a storm. He knows what it feels like to honor God and live a God-honoring lifestyle. And people spit at you, reject you, throw stones at you, beat you. Throw dust in your eye. Switch up on you. He knows all about that. But we know the end. Jesus is victorious. And God said that we are more than conquerors. You are not carrying anything alone. Jesus carried your cross. He died for you on the cross. And he showed you the resurrection power he has over any cross including the cross and the storms you're going through right now. Jesus defeated the cross, the storm, the burdens, the trials, death, the pain, the mocking, the abuse, the insecurities, the disease, the health challenges. Jesus is victorious over any cross. The financial issues too. The relational issues too. The addictions too. People might want to give you all these crosses to bear because you're a child of God. And people might want to crucify you. They want to do you wrong. They want to lock you up. And that storm you have to carry for a time has already been defeated by Jesus. As you carry that cross, remember that. And the scripture I would like to leave you with is Luke, the 14th chapter and the 27th verse. And it reads, Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. This scripture reminds us that bearing our crosses and our own trials and our own storms is something that we just have to do. But we should not do anything. We should not carry anything without following Jesus, no matter how tough it is. There is a cost that comes with being a disciple of Jesus Christ. You could be minding your business and you could be thrown into a storm. When a person is a determined follower of Jesus Christ, they will be involved in some type of storm, some type of pain, some type of suffering, some type of rejection. They could be thrown into a storm of neglect, a storm of isolation, a storm of growth. Not every believer suffers their storms and their crosses the same way.
but they do go through storms. Remember in scripture how Jesus was bearing his cross and they called Simon to help Jesus carry his cross? What was happening was Simon was getting an in-depth look at what it means to identify with Jesus and go through what he went through for the glory of God. Going through the storms of life has purpose. Carrying the cross has purpose. Don't think that you're in this alone. Jesus identifies with you and Jesus is your divine savior. Jesus has already vindicated you. Thanks for tuning in. Visit drkenitrobryant.com where you can sign up to receive your Aim Towards the Target weekly encouragement. On the website, you can select from a variety of Bible plans you can complete individually or in a group setting. I also have inspiring apparel available. You can check out my Bible plans on the YouVersion Bible app. And feel free to connect with me on Instagram at Aim Towards the Target. May God continue to protect, bless, strengthen, and cover you and all who belongs to you as you keep him first and aim towards your God-honoring targeted goals, whether you are in a storm or not. Don't forget his promise that those that love him, he is working all things together for their good. Okay? Peace and God bless.